0: is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm Danny Williams along with Jake Miner, We're live from Mile High Sports Studios on a zero-degree day here in Denver. Uh, we, we appreciate you guys being with us. Um, last week of the NFL's regular season... It is Thursday around lunchtime here. The Broncos will play the Chiefs in 48 hours. Just about 48, maybe about 50 hours. About 50 hours. A little Saturday, 2.30 drop here. That game got moved, like we mentioned. Um, What's at stake for this game? Um, What's it mean for the Broncos? Uh, How important is it to win uh, this game? Or... Is it going to go down the way that we think it is, Jake? And the Chiefs probably carve up the Broncos and, you know, whatever's left of these guys anyway. And, um, you know, we'll be left to pick up the pieces here. And maybe, again, here we're, I think we're 48 hours. um, Maybe 72 hours Jake removed from the firing of Vic Fangio and his staff. And the start and the opening of a full-blown coaching search, which I think will include every big name out there right now, from the Dan Quinns and the Scott Petersons and the Nathaniel Hacketts and the Biennames and
1: who else is out there? Um, Kellen Moore's, you know, there's, Kellen Moore, yep. There's, there's a lot of candidates out there this year. I feel like more than usual. More good uh, ones, you think? There's yeah, more I feel guys like there's available more, than
0: more, more available than usual. I have usual. to think about it. I have to think about it a little bit.
1: But um, there's a lot of guys, and I think the Broncos are having a great opportunity here to really pick and choose who they want to get. Well, I want to talk about some guys, and I want to talk about
0: um, some other openings. Places that will have openings and we'll try to fit maybe match yeah, some Chicago. guys <laughs> and let will try to figure out um who would fit, you know, with the Broncos as well as um as well as who are the better teams, maybe the most coveted teams out there, closest and most ready to win. You know, which of these teams has a young quarterback like Jacksonville, the Jacksonville job? I mean it's Jacksonville and no one's ever really ever been able to win but if there was a time and a guy who can lead jacksonville out of like the doldrums it's trevor lawrence and i think the time would be kind of be now right so i think that's a pretty good job and a pretty good opportunity um who else is going to be fired jake on Um, black
1: monday here just a few days from today who's going to be fired i mentioned chicago so matt Nagy is obviously going to be out um Maybe in Minnesota, Mike Zimmer. Uh, he's just been kind of, you I know, agree with that. fledgling you. and not really doing much there, just 500. Yep. We know the Raiders have an opening, right? Raiders have an opening. Um, I think David Cully will get a, a second opportunity here in Houston because mm-hmm. um, this was just his first year. Okay. Um, what
0: about Joe Judge in New York? I think he's got to go, but they're talking like again, how many coordinators times we're going to you know, how many times are we going to blame everybody else before we realize um, what's the one consistent well, it's been the shit coach and Joe Judge who hasn't been able right. to get it done and get it over the top with Danny Dimes, whether he drafted him or whether it's his fault or not. I mean, these jobs are it's not fair. It's never fair, but you know, it's um this is a this is a billion-dollar business, so you're going to have an opportunity and a window to make the most out of kind of what you have. And if you can't do it, well, you're going to get moved on from, whether it's fair or whether it's not.
1: Uh, anyone else? Um, what about the Seahawks? I was about to mention Pete Carroll because if, if Russell Wilson leaves, maybe the Seahawks are going to want to rebuild all altogether and start fresh with a new head coach, new quarterback, and, and just start from scratch really. I think really.
0: Carroll's one of the great football coaches in football history and that Absolutely. goes collegiate and pro and I'm wondering if you know would he want to dip back into you know the college ranks does he want to go take one more NFL job does he want to stick around you know with the Seahawks without again um, he went to the Seahawks with no quarterback and they signed Matt Flynn for four years of 40 million dollars while drafting Russell Wilson you know the, that same year uh, end up starting Russell Wilson Matt Flynn never sees the film kind of the rest is history so You know, Pete Carroll's one of the two or three oldest, I think one one or two oldest head coaches in the NFL. he want to stick around and try to do it all over again. Um, What about the
1: Lions? No. They run it back with Dan Campbell? Campbell has got those boys playing. They got at least a couple wins this year. What about about Matt Rule? Ooh, he had a big contract. I think huge.
0: I think they're tied to him for one more year, at
1: least one more year. I think he
0: got a six-year deal. They gave him some say and some sway into the you know the selection of the groceries.
1: I think with the and Sam Darnold injury and the Christian McCaffrey injury, all the injuries that they had to that they had to sustain this year is going to save his job. So I I don't think there's really going to be any other coaching openings outside of the ones we just spoke. Okay, right,
0: so let's let me do this really quick. Okay. Um the giants so let's do this we, uh, the giants the seahawks we're going to pl- we're going to uh, operate as though the seahawks job becomes available right um, the sorry um, the raiders have an opening obviously it needs to be filled the uh, texans you think will bring they'll bring Cully I, I back i think so back and the jaguars so that's with the Broncos. How many gigs?
1: Six or five? Let me see here. Let's count them. Jags or one? Jags. Broncos. Broncos. Raiders. Giants. Seahawks. Vikings? Are we going to include the Vikings Bears. in there? Bears as well. And Vikings. So that's. He gives us seven. Seven.
0: I, I believe there'll be six of those seven. I think we'll have six of seven, right?
1: Zimmer and might stay eh, just dang, because I've, the Vikings usually I keep feel their it. guys. Like,
0: you know, to just run it back like that, it's like.
1: I wouldn't if I if I was in charge, there's no way I would keep what the Vikings have had for the past few years. No, me either. I, I agree with you.
0: Um, of those seven teams. Okay.
1: Who has the most
0: going for them?
1: Not the Jaguars. The Jaguars have something going for them, but not the most. Why? Um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, obviously he's a great quarterback, but they still need a, a defense around him. Um, he's going to have to win a shootout almost every single game. Well, Burrows does that, yeah, but uh, he has a better defense, um, and he has does a lot Lawrence better have talent. Some Burrow in him, no.
0: Why? Why would you say that?
1: Because Joe Burrow had one of the statistically the best statistical college football season ever, and. All he ever did was win, and now he turned this franchise around in in Cincinnati. Well, I don't think Trevor Lawrence
0: has that same edge. Common sense would say no. But I like the makings of Trevor Lawrence. Um, And I think there's a lot of comps to what Trevor Lawrence has done and brings to the table that Joe Burrow has. So um, different guys – completely in every way shape and you know even um body type but there's something about the superstardom and the just true five tool prospect kind of stuff that is very very intriguing with trevor lawrence and okay of the nine of the seven teams who has the best quarterback
1: um, justin fields justin fields, Kirk cousins kirk cousins probably kirk cousins danny dimes daniel jones is a bum um Russell Wilson, who might be out, I'm t- playing that as though he's gone. Okay, so they they have the worst because they don't yeah. have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, the best quarterback is probably Trevor Lawrence.
0: So is the Chicago job with Justin Fields and the Jaguars' job with Trevor Lawrence better jobs than the Broncos' job with no quarterback?
1: Hmm. No, I. It's just the rest of the Broncos roster is ready to win now, but there's no quarterback, so there's nothing to win. you know, like you can't.
0: You can draft the guy. rest of
1: the roster, okay?
0: But let's if you're let's a, operate as though there's no Teddy here, there's no Aaron Rodgers, and they haven't drafted anybody yet. We're, let's okay. operate. So you're running the, the back unknown, with Drew Lock through the unknown, right? Um, you still have Teddy. and You still have Drew Lock. That's what we know right now,
1: right? I still think that's an enticing opportunity. Um, especially because of the roster around them. They're, they're, they're oozing with talent, and I think a, a head coach can see that and, and look at where Vic Fangio and that coaching staff went wrong and you know m- do his thing and, and get his scheme in there to fit this team the best. So he'll, he'll learn from the mistakes from the previous head coach and, and give them the best possible opportunity. But outside of that, there's there's not really much... Enticing about this team because there's no ownership um, And they don't have a quarterback. So those are the two um, The two glaring reasons why the Broncos Opening isn't as uh, Alluring as some of the other ones
0: It's tough, man like the Chicago job. Is that a good job
1: got a solid defense Justin Fields to build around That's a good job. You have to win at a high level or it's not a good job. It's a hard uh, division. Had, Nagy's
0: had success with not good quarterback play. They made the playoffs. Last year. Yeah. With a like a horrible season in terms of their quarterback structure and play. And I don't know, like who and what they were. A big pitcher, you know? So right. it's a good job because it's the Bears, I think. But I'm wondering if it's, that's how we're looking at the Broncos. Well, it's the Broncos. Like, it's the Bears. Like, why would I go to Jacksonville? Well... It's not about what Jacksonville's always been. It's about what they have right now and what they can do next. Gotcha, yeah. I think. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It feels like you can't win in New York. But Tom Coughlin won in New York with Eli Manning. Eli Manning was the number one overall pick, but Eli Manning was never a top 10 skill set quarterback you know, at any point in his kind
1: of tenure. So I think the giants are desirable just because of the draft picks. They have a lot of draft picks that you might be able to either one trade for Russell Wilson or two draft a quarterback and draft, you know, some, some talent around him.
0: We have to hope as appealing as it is to play in New York. Okay. Very, very appealing. It's New York, bro. Um, the hype, the money that you can make on the side in terms of, you know, the publicity, if you're a good player and a star there, like Russell Wilson would be there. There's a lot to like about playing in New York, a lot. Um, What what you have to hope is that it seems like they're, they're such in bad shape and so dysfunctional that Russell Wilson will feel like, it's not much better than the situation I'm coming from. And I don't want to look bad. Yeah. And I don't want to lose. So the best thing they have the Broncos, go, the Broncos have going for them is the pieces that would attract a high-end quarterback. Uh, you draft a quarterback, he's going to come here no matter what. He's yours. You own him. Right. He's just happy to be in the NFL. Oh, shucks. My lifelong dream. You know, Russell Wilson has to go to the right spot where it makes complete sense for him to go to and know he can win right away. That's the best thing the Broncos have going for them when it comes to Russell Wilson. OK, um, when it comes to hiring the best coach who is going to want to go in the best situation with the quarterback he feels can win now. The Broncos are probably third on that list because of their uncertainty. Right. You know, so do you. OK. OK. Change gears. Do you f- fire Vic Fangio right away and make a hire and then hope to go get Russell Wilson and the coach? Or do you fire Vic Fangio and not hire a coach right away? Mm-hmm. Wait until the season ends. Let things play out and see exactly who and what you're going to get in terms of Rogers or Russell Wilson. If you're going to draft a quarterback, um, or if you really, which this would be the nightmare situation, run the fucking thing back with Teddy and, and Drew Locke. Isn't each of those situations dictate a different, potential different head coach?
1: Absolutely. I mean, if you rush your decision, you might get the wrong guy and you might get the guy who has the most hype but, you know, isn't, doesn't have the most experience or, you know, certain situations, you know, have, have certain different outcomes. So what I think they should do, is fire Fangio, obviously, and then wait a little bit. You know, Don't hire your head coach right away. Wait till the end of the season. Sure, you want to get the jump, but you're going to be interviewing guys during that time. It's not like you're going to be missing out on interview you opportunities. You miss out on
0: Scott Peterson and Dan Quinn. It's tough. Yeah. But, again, these guys were fired, hired and fired for a reason. And though it takes guys off the board who won at a high level – and now we're getting a second chance, but they're proven winners. You got to find those guys who they were before they went out and won, which is hard to do. It's easier when mm-hmm. you know that they've done it and have a proven track record. So that's the danger of missing out on one of those guys. Is there a perfect storm guy of um, you go get Dan Quinn, and he happened to maybe be the guy who would help you land uh, Russell Wilson? or And if you don't get the quarterback, at least you have – the first or second or third most coveted head coach that offseason because we've done that before and lost right vance joseph was like a win you know what i mean like oh vance joseph he was he was the guy i mean we won that josh mcdaniels was a win a loss was a fan's you know right, right. so did we really win or did we really lose big picture um we may have won the press conference we may have won the day, so to speak, but we're losers in the end we're big losers in the end
1: right in the big picture, um, you got to think about you know how this is going to affect you know the next few years as opposed to just the following season so in my opinion, I would go for Dan Quinn you know you you get you still get the defense defensive mind uh head coach to where you know your defense isn't going to lose much. By losing Vic Fangio. So you're going to keep that. And also an opportunity to allure Russell Wilson with the history that him and Dan Quinn have. And it's the best of both worlds. Because if you can get Russell Wilson, then I feel like most of your offense's issues will be fixed. And then your defense doesn't lose much either. Because Dan Quinn's a defensive genius, much like Vic Fangio. So I think that might be best case scenario. Okay. Okay. I just like we had never had
0: that discussion until right now, not even on the air of like the timing and what you will get and won't get with the waiting out process and just the uncertainty of your quarterback situation. So I'm like, what kind of you know uh, assurances could you make the next head coach? Right, we're for sure we we're gonna do our best to add Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, and if that doesn't work, we're gonna our plan is to draft a quarterback in the first round, and then the you know that head coach will say, um. What kind of say will I have in the draft pick of, you know, the the, the guy I'm going to be coaching here? To, all of that stuff is is the rub, yeah. so to speak. For, um, it's not just the dollars in this job. Not just I'm happy to take any of the 30 head coaching jobs that there are. 32? 32 head coaching jobs that there are. It's tough, man. And it's going to make it very interesting. It makes it hard. It makes it do you sit and wait for – uh, Assistance off of teams that are going deep into the playoffs, into the Super Bowl, or do you um, try to fire your guy and make a quick hire so you can move on with your business and start the again the rebirth again uh, of what you're hoping the Broncos will become in 2022, led by a
1: new head coach? Right? Right. Right. I, yeah, I just don't want to rush things. If I'm if I'm George Payton, I want to take my time, make sure I have the right decision, interview as many candidates as possible and then make your decision. I think that's the best course of action. Okay. Um what else? Chiefs roll. Um 3110 they they demolished the Denver Broncos. Okay. It's going to be uh embarrassing for for Denver. I think this is where um they give up on Fangio here and and roll over. The season's over. They got nothing else to play for, nothing uh you know except for you know contracts so they're gonna be looking out for themselves they're gonna be looking to you know pat their stats a little bit pat their stats but Fangio he's gone so
0: uh you know I agree with everything you said this game is easy to predict the Broncos get killed I'd alternate spread it um but to have them lose by 20 you know what I mean um I don't there's no way shape or form that they stay in this game best case situation is a 2713 type of affair i think the chiefs are tuned up right now and are gonna go cause some havoc here down the stretch of uh, we'll, we'll like they've done down the stretch of this season and into the playoffs i'd like to see them lose early in the playoffs i would like that that'd make me feel pretty good but um not this time we mentioned it yesterday i think the broncos you know once there was nothing left to play for now it's just like the um I don't know the fire that maybe you were playing with a little bit, like inside and outside, uh, gets cooled off, and um, you're you, you, you'll see how the fire will be, you know, out. Um, of this team like it was this last week as guys are preparing for the offseason preparing for their next opportunity preparing for free agency preparing for their next contract preparing for just being on any NFL roster next year all that kind of stuff is what's happening with all these guys who and you know why wouldn't they you know it's what it is if a if the, your job is kind of ending for the year you know and you gotta reevaluate your situation and the money's not coming in anymore and uh, you gotta figure out What's my next plan and next course of action? And it becomes about you, most definitely not about all of your teammates and the organization. That's understandable. I'm not mad at anybody for it, but the Broncos get smoked um Saturday at two thirty. Um that's it, man. Uh we got a podcast we're gonna do tomorrow. We'll break the down the, the down the game a little bit more, I guess, and see exactly who the what and who the Chiefs are gonna kind of be and what they're gonna try to put out there. Um in two days but other than that man it's like uh, we're big picture thinkers i love the 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 thought process we have a lot more to discuss when it comes to the discussion we just had I think when it comes to the hiring of the new head coach the timing of it what makes the most sense who makes the most sense and you know how exactly what exactly you do if you're the Broncos to land a guy who's worth a damn not a guy like Vic Fangio's happy to have had the freaking job the first he ever had of its kind
1: right you know
0: not a guy you might have like finally got his shot yeah you know what I mean you kind of again you get what you pay for bro they went cheap with yeah. the Fangio, got the lowest guy in the totem pool, thought that he was as good as any of the guys. Well, we kind of like him as much as this guy. and not wrong. You know, the good guys, you know, the, 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 those are the uh, Laflores and the McVeighs and the Tomlins and right. the Harbaugh's. Vic Fangio, you know, so, you know, one of these things is not like the other, like Sesame Street. That's a square peg and round hole. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. know, it was ne- he's a never he he
1: wasn't even a has been. He's, he's a, a never, never was. You know? So you know, good job, Jake. Well, thank you. Uh I was gonna say, you know, th- we don't have to talk about this now. We could save this for, you know, next week or even Friday. But um I'm hearing ties to Harbaugh and the Broncos. Uh he might be the potentially a new head coach. I
0: heard that. We're talking
1: Jim. Jim Not John. Yeah, I've heard that a little bit. Um, we'll
0: save it. We'll save it. That's a big picture next week discussion because I've heard him tied to the Raiders as well, where he has a relationship with that goofy-ass son of <laughs> Al Davis's. And he was uh, on their staff. That both he, <laughs> he was on their staff before he went to the 49ers, quarterback, coach, whatever he was. So uh, I take Jim Harbaugh and his quirkiness here. I would. Um, I think again. What he did with Michigan this year was finally all the things we thought
1: he could do at Michigan. You're not going to win a national championship with with. You'd have Michigan. to do. I'm um,
0: just a real down year for Alabama and a down year for whoever else is on top, whether it be Clemson mm-hmm. or Georgia or Auburn um, or LSU. And it just wasn't. You know, he's his teams haven't been good enough in this. Um, era of alabama and clemson dominance you know um yeah. there's only so much a guy could and do you know what they do a little bit like notre dame they don't go get like guys at all costs who might be some bad dudes who you know you might have to kick off the team eventually there's something to the character and the class of the kid that they get at michigan but also those guys aren't always the most talented guys. Those guys are the straight A guys. Those guys are the good boys who had the, you know, the uh, high school sweethearts kind of girlfriends and stuff like that. That's, you know, that's, we know what big business and big football looks like we've been talking about it with Antonio Brown and what a son of a bitch he is. Right. And all the craziness that he is and his value and worth to a team or not. And, um, let's save it. Good stuff, man. I thought this was a good podcast actually. Um, you know, today we'll be honest with you guys. We're like, well, what are we gonna talk about today? Cause tomorrow we got, you know, we'll predict the podcast a little bit more, maybe talk about some prop bets and stuff inside the game itself. But, um, I love the discussion we had on who you go uh, and where you go with the head coach. Some of those reasons and discussions, Jake, are some of the reasons why the Broncos themselves might be with, toying with the idea of, well, let's bring in new coordinators, keep Vic Fangio here and try to keep going what we have going. I don't believe any of that to right. be true. I don't believe that's narrative that's not coming from the Valley, and that's narrative that guys like us are coming up with Based off of where they might lean, right. what might they might think see is you know see fit. So I think that's a beauty of what we do, Jake. Is we're giving it every side, all sides. I'll push you on stuff. You'll push me on stuff. Even to make points that yeah, you know, you may not. You know, we're I I'll make a point in a sense sticking up for Drew Locker Vic Fangio when i can't fucking stand the guys and right. they're garbage but these are the things you have to sort through because we're not the type of sports talk radio guys who are just giving you the straight the uh, facts from our big brains we're trying to chop it up we 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 want to you know we paint the picture from every kind of angle and you know we try to give it to you straight this so, is
1: what i think and i'm not wrong you're wrong we're no hubardish
0: no Right. We're not a couple hub archishes, a couple bums, <laughs> yeah. like Aaron Rodgers said. But uh, let's call it a pod, Jake. Good job, man. Uh, you're not tomorrow for the pod. Danny Bailey will do it, but you'll be in for the show. So check out the show, milehighsports.com, 98.1 FM. You can watch us at milehighsports.com every single day, 9 a.m. here Denver time. Podcast, you can get it where you get the podcast.
1: You can get the podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcast, Spreaker, Podbean, anywhere. Mile High Sports app, milehighsports.com, that Danny mentioned. It's everywhere. If you don't want to listen to us, that's that's your problem. But we're everywhere, so it should, we're going to make it easy for you to listen. All
0: right. That's it. We got to go. We
1: appreciate you guys, and we
0: love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun—